BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tell us, but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I, I just barely make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell, but we don't <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's a six-rig cane show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real poor alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, we see the six-rig champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Kane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Uh, fall camp, baby. Listen, football is back. Like, football is in full swing. They're out there in pads. They're out there in shells. You know Jazz is excited when he throws a baby in there. That, yeah, that's when he's man. fired up. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up. I've been seeing some <laughs> videos. I've been hearing some talk. I, Blue, what do you, I mean, what does fall camp, you know, how, how does it feel that football's back? Fall camp is back. The Hurricanes are, you know, look, this is a year where no, none of us, I don't think any of us here are kind of getting our, our hopes too high. There's always cautious optimism, right? I mean, we want to see this team do good. So at the end of the, at the end of the day, the fandom is going to kick in a little bit, and we're going to be like, all right, man, nine games, all right, yeah, we got it. But you know, the truth is that this is still a team that's growing. I mean, the, the roster obviously has turned over so much, uh, and there's a lot of new players. And, and the roster, if you look at it, it's better. Yeah, on paper, it looks good. The roster looks good. You know, there's depth at certain positions now. We've got potentially the best, um, you know, uh, safeties, defensive backs in the country. 
which is great, or, you know, All-American. We've got Leonard Taylor, who's projected in the first round. Javion Cohen, who's projected as one of the top offensive linemen in the country. You've got Matt Lee as well, a leader there. You've got TVD back and healthy. You've got wide receivers now. You've got Tyler Harrell, who is faster than the flash. You've got all these guys. You've got you know, the number six or five, five recruiting class, uh, recruiting class in the country last year. You got all these things that are starting to get a little hyped up, which is great. But at the end of the day, like fall camp, this is an opportunity for them to to start gelling, to start getting together, and and then they got to show it on the field at the end of the day, right? That's most important thing is we can't get too hyped up. You know, a lot of people talk about recruiting. Well, recruiting's kind of slow right now, and they're only getting three stars. Well, number one, they went five and sevens last year, number one. Number two, it's only August. And number three, win some football games. Once you win some football games, that could change. Fall Camp Blue, what have you heard so far, if anything? What are you excited about in Fall Camp? Uh, more com- competition at different positions. And, you know, this year it's that – nothing given type of thing. And last year, not so much. Um, thing that I'm waiting is to be sitting next to you in the first game at halftime and not to look at you and said, Oh no, not no, this no, crap no. again. <laughs> no. That's all I'm thinking. I, 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 I was very careful with the intro to make sure there was no, you can't tell when the clips are from, so I don't have to recut it next year. Cause yeah, last year I had, just, had, had you guys wanna... in the press box with the middle Tennessee logo float behind it for the free No, no, no. Because all I remember in that Southern Mississippi game and in the uh, middle Tennessee game is flashing back to vicious 11 win stuff. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'll never do that again. (laughs) You know, you make one or 100 bad predictions and people just throw it back in your face. Well, (laughs) because it's compounded because they, if they would have went to a bowl game, no one would have. But the very fact that you had to sit there and watch Eastern Illinois and New Mexico state go to, go to bowl games. That was, that was painful, but university of Connecticut. uh, (laughs) Huh? UConn went to bowl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. UConn went for the first time since 2015 and, that added insult to injury too, honestly. Did, honestly, uh, it would have been Amherst go and we didn't go. What happened? No, that? but they're so bad. They are <laughs> it, so bad. It would have been more injurious to have to watch that team play again. Like I was, I was good, not <laughs> having no, to watch to, that team play again. To answer your question, I, I just think there's uh, more competition this year, more depth going in, um, and I just believe that there's no way we'll use a walk-on running back. No. I mean, listen, this this year, if we use one, then we are, I mean, throw throw in the towel, man. Throw in the towel because there's yeah. too much talent at running back. Too, it's too deep right now for for any of that noise. If Terrell Walden gets a snap, then you know there's a problem. That sh- listen, nothing against Terrell Walden, right? Like, I mean, He's this, still there? He's still there. Terrell Walden's still there. So nothing against him, but you got – you got a lot of – we'll break down the offense next week, but you got a lot of talent in, in, in that backfield. So, uh, oh, geez, Jeff. Uh, what a joke, huh? Way to get it going, baby. You're in mid, mid-season form already, Jeff. <laughs> a friend of all the shows. What's up, Jeff? FSU's played FSU in baseball, Fresno State. Ooh, there you go. 
Yeah, but it doesn't stop Florida State against Florida State. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, Jeff. All right, enough of that. Florida State still has a baseball program. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh man. Um, Their football fans were saying the same thing about us. Yeah, no kidding, right? Touche. We got Um, it. But but to answer your question fully, I'm just looking forward to. I think we had a really good off season. The roster changed so much that you look at most parts, especially we're going to be looking at the defense and I just feel a whole lot better than the, you know, in the front seven and the back end than I did last year. Uh, I think last year we were reaching for scenarios and if he plays this or, you know, now the first thing, the first, for the first time in the three years, I've been screaming about it. They're finally moving James Williams up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. that's something we'll definitely. And I've been screaming over. about that since day one. I think we all saw it coming, and eventually it happened. And I think it's well, the right coordinator too for it. The days of Lewis Oliver and and Cam Chancellor and Lewis and uh, uh, David Fulcher and the six four six five safety are over. They're over. They're, you know, they're more agile now. They're more, you know, uh, uh, coverage oriented type of safeties. And, and I'll tell you when Pat Sertan, his senior year moved him to outside linebacker and then put his hand down a couple of times, I said, he'll, he'll be for, he'll be like Javon curse. He's going to be like him because he's, you know, and that Javon was a safety in high school and, and, uh, you know, didn't switch uh, to to the defensive end until he was in college, but yet he was six four. And but there's no need for the big uh, t- safety anymore. This is a different game. Uh, but he, with his quickness, his athleticism, he could be he could be a force, right? Where you know, if you move him into the box, he's going to be scary. Um, Vish, uh, I, I kind of want to finish with you two real quick on on fall camp. We've been hearing, you know, been hearing some 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 things on some players that have uh, really kind of stepped up. I know we've all seen we've all seen the videos of Frank Gladson making a lot of plays so far, which is exciting to see. Look, at the end of the day, the kid was a five star prospect coming out. Okay, one of the top receivers in the country in high school and yada yada yada. Went to Clemson, didn't pan out. Had some injury issues as well uh, last year. Started to come on. I think he did a lot better than people give him credit for last year. Uh, it's just a crappy team. It was a crappy situation. Yeah. All so I, it's, it's tough. To you caught me. one ball last year. You got credit. So that's, uh, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, no kidding. Right. But, uh, he did come on a little bit, but the injury bug has, has gotten given him some issues. And then obviously you see some of, you know, some of the cornerbacks like Devonte Brown making some plays and, you know, word on the street is that Mark Fletcher, Mark Fletcher is, is kind of running everybody over. And so, you know, you hear some of these things. Malik Bryan is another kid that that has been a standout in fall camp so far. Henry and, Williams is uh, yeah, throwing some yeah, dimes. Henry too. Williams is throwing some beautiful ball. I mean, so you get you know you get a lot of players that are you know starting to kind of separate themselves, and you'll see within the next week or two even more separation on that depth chart, which we'll go into. What does that tell you about you know fall camp and and how these guys are kind of preparing uh, this year? Well, it, it's a reset button, right? Last year was a disaster. A lot of that staff is gone. A lot of those players are gone. And it's a it's a second chance for a lot of these <clears throat> players to kind of you meant you mentioned some names of guys that struggled last year. So, you know, now it's fresh start for them. And I think what we're seeing is them taking that opportunity 
right? Because because I think a lot I think a lot of the players, you know, you mentioned James Williams, like I'm sure he considered the portal after last year went poorly. Kinchins is the man at safety, and he's kind of probably thinking, do I want to be here? <clears throat> um, but he stuck it out, and looks like he's embracing a new role now. Um, so it just it, it leads me to believe there's buy-in here, and you know these kids are going to work, and it's not going to be a work of art. <laughs> the talent's just not there yet, and the maturity of the program isn't there yet either. But um, you know, I think maybe this year, a handful of times, maybe more than a handful, we can say, "Wow, we played well today," because we could do that one time last year. That Georgia Tech game was the only time we played well the entire season. And so, you know, that's that's what you want to build off of. Of, you know, you're not going to put 12 masterful performances out there this year. It's just not going to happen. But if you can be good more times than not, that's how you start building back to where, you know, two, three years from now, you are competing for conference and national championships. So, so to me, this is just it's exciting that that the the players stuck with it. You know, it speaks to character and. We'll, we'll see it when things invariably will have tough games this year. So we'll see oh, yeah. how they stick. We'll see how they stick it out through that. It's always easy before the season to be like, yeah, we're brought in, but it is encouraging that we're seeing kind of different players, some new faces stepping up here. Absolutely. Uh, DJ, any thoughts before we get into too deep on, on fall camp, what, what kind of your expectation is, you know, early on in, in camp? I mean, first off, and this may sound very simplistic, but I hope everybody gets through camp healthy. I mean, there's nothing worse than camp injuries. And, um, you know, I think obviously, you know, this has felt like a very long offseason, hasn't it? So I'm just excited to see, you know, the new faces combined with the returning players, the Cam Kinchins you guys mentioned, for example. Can he follow up what he did last year? And that is a tall ask. But can he have another good year, you know, can Tyler Van Dyke put it all together? There's all sorts of these storylines on both sides of the football that should keep us entertained throughout the year. And let's hope by the end of it, we're talking about more positives on the show than negatives. Big time. And I think that uh, you're going to see that, but it's going to take some time. And I think that they're sure. progressing and they're, they're going, they're moving in the right direction. So, uh, you know, Blue, you, you, you mentioned this, uh, you, you mentioned this, Right in your kind of your closing statements there on on fall camp is is the 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 the, the buildup of the depth now at certain positions and this is what we're going to talk about today right is is a depth on defense uh, in all positions uh, I think that if you look at what we had last year compared to what we have this year you're in a you know much better spot uh, you got size you got strength you got speed you got some guys that came in. Uh, you know, this year new, and you've got some guys that are healthy now again that are going to be back out there. But I think most importantly is you got a new system. You got a new defensive system that's potentially right. What we what we all want to see is that's going to allow these players to thrive in 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 new in new positions, right? So uh, you know, some of these guys are going to be playing in different positions or different, you know, I guess sets than you would see normally. Uh, Coach Lance Kidry is, you know, uh, one of the top defensive coordinators in the country. You saw what he did at Marshall and uh, <clears throat> what he has been able to do with, uh, you know, with his, you know, in, in, with his defenses. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to be able to do. Uh, I wanted to go and, and kind of give your too deep on 
what you think, right? This is your opinion. Uh, forget about anything else. We'll throw everything else out the window because this could change, obviously, from now till to the beginning of the season and moving forward, which is always cool to see because we kind of want to see, yo, what happens, you know, after we say who we think our too deep is and then who really is going to be your starter and your second guy coming in and so on and so forth. So who do you think your too deep is? Uh, <clears throat> we'll start, <clears throat> excuse me, at the safety position and work our way into the front seven and the defensive line. What are you thinking, Blue? Give me your 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 too deep on at, at each position. Well, I think Kinchins and uh, probably Marquise Williams. If if they take uh, James Williams and do what they said, they haven't really done it full time. But I I would say that Marquise Williams has got a chance, uh, you know, at a safety spot. So are these um, your starters? These is these are your ones. Well, Cam Kinchins will be a starter. Yeah, uh, and it all depends what they do with James. Go down on a limb there. Huh? <laughs> Going out on a limb there. First team All-American coming back is going to start. Are we sure? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying more with James Williams. Yeah. If, if he moves down, uh, then I think it's it'll be um, uh, Cam Kenshin's and probably Markeith Williams. Okay. And who's behind those two? Uh, I think Caleb Spencer will probably Ooh. jump into it. He's very athletic and – He's a kid that, uh, you know, he's used to playing linebacker, but he could hit. I think that um, at the safety position, I think uh, Brian Ballum has had a good offseason. I think he'd be one of the guys that I'd look at. Um, I think that's a guy that could have potentially transferred out to and stuck with it also. So Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Brian Ballum's. I think I think if James Williams moves in the box more, I don't think it's going to be full-time meal split. Not yet. I, I think eventually, maybe, but maybe. Yeah, I think I think I think Ballum has a good opportunity to benefit from that. What do you yeah. what do you what do you think in that cornerback? You've got you've got a lot of op, you've got a lot of. Uh, wait, wait. Before we do that, shout, think, shout to Andres for his uh, Pac-12 pun. I did notice it was funny. I think that the <laughs> I think Jaden Davis will probably and he and Daryl Porter will probably be in there wow. at the corners. I also think that. Um, uh, if they, you know, in the nickel, I, I think that the Corey Couch will be, you know, one to look at. Jaden Harris, uh, and then you know some of the younger guys. It's just I think that we're not going to. I think if we convene again in ten days, the things will be changed. But and that's fine. That's that's why I wanted to be who you think. You know, it doesn't matter. I know things are going to change, so it's not a big deal. But who you think is going to be who your two deep is right now? You had to so. Well, I think Jaden Davis definitely is going to be in there. He's got way too much experience. Yeah. Uh, and I think Daryl Porter proved himself in the offseason, you know, in the spring uh, to be in the two deep, maybe at the, at the right corner. Um, at that, the nickel position is going to be interesting because I think the Corey couch, you can't leave him out. Right. Um, From what I hear, he's put on some weight. He's gotten a little bit bigger and, um, yeah. yeah, he's gotten better. Yeah, he's gotten and better. a kid from uh, Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, Jadeus Richard. Yeah, I think he's going to be in there. You got to go with the experienced guys, and I think when things start ironing out over the next uh, week to ten days, you're going to all those kids that have the experience and playing time, like a Jaden Davis, will kind of show that they belong more so than some of the younger kids. I think, but separation. Yep, big time. I'm with you on that.
Uh, what are you thinking at the uh, linebacker position? Is this one kind of an easy one? Let's say they're playing with. Let's say they're playing with a nickel, right? With their star, I guess is what they're calling it. So, so it's you two. Got, you got two two linebackers. Yeah. Well, that I think Wesley Besaint and uh, and uh, um, uh, what's his name Francisco Mauagoa, and then Corey Flag and maybe the kid uh, KG Cloy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like your too deep on that. That's a good one. That's a good. One. Now here's the here's. Here's the uh, the one that uh, that's gonna trick some people because I mean you've got you've got some talent there, man. Uh, the end the end position. So you've got obviously the left end and the right end and right end. Well, who are your guys there? Uh, I think the left end will probably be Masador and Ruben Bain. Yeah, because Ruben's you can't keep him on the bench. And then I think uh, Nigel Lee Kelly and Jafari Harvey are probably the two deep on the other side. Right. Yeah. I mean that's just my opinion. I think it's hard to go against that. It's hard to go against that. Cyrus Moss is is still a little bit, you know, I mean, he's going to play, but he's still light in the ass for. Yeah. And then in the middle, obviously, you got Leonard Taylor and I think Harrison Hunt uh, probably at the left side. And then the right side, I mean, I'm a big Dean fan. And it'll be between Ahmad Moten and Thomas Gore, I think. Yep. That's good. That's solid right there. That's solid. Um, DJ, talk to me, man. What are you thinking on your uh, on your two D for defense? We'll start off with the with the corners as well. With the safeties, I'm sorry. With the safeties, safeties probably Cameron Kitchens, and then again, depending on what they do with James Williams, Markeith Williams, I'd put at the safeties. I mean, obviously, you can't leave Cameron Kitchens out, and then Markeith Williams is is very interesting player, very athletic. So I could see him slotting in there, and then. Want to go corners next? Yeah, yeah. Go, go. yeah. Um, we'll do three, right? You can use a star as one of your corners as well. Corner is interesting because, you know, Daryl Porter Jr. played really well this spring, especially in the spring game. Um, but I think I think it's going to be oof, probably Porter Jr. and then Devontae Brown potentially. I mean – the one thing about this year that I will say that we didn't have last year is a little bit more depth at the corner position. Yeah. We got the transfer portal addition in Porter Jr. and things like that, but we didn't have necessarily a ton of viable depth. And then looking at the middle linebacker position, um, we were talking about this a little bit off air. Uh, Francisco Malgoa or Corey Flagg, I mean, I would probably pencil in Francisco as a starter at middle linebacker and then and then Wesley saying that the weak side linebacker and then going up the rest of the depth chart probably Nigel Lee Kelly on the right defensive end although Jafari Harvey played well last year so um and then I feel like the left side defensive end is a little bit more you know, a um, little bit more solidified. Ruben Bain is going to be an excellent player, but there's still, you know, development. He is a freshman. So for now, Akeem Mesador and then uh, Leonard Taylor at defensive tackle, um, along with uh, Jared Harrison Hunt, I would have to say. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah. no Br- Branson Dean is behind them. Yes. Say. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. All right. Um, Vish, what are you thinking, man, on defense? 
Yeah, I'm not just going to repeat <laughs> what everyone just said. So, because um, it's just going to get repetitious. Yeah, we're limited. I, I, yeah, I will I mean, say. I got some differences for you. I yeah, no, no, I'm just going to call oh, out the differences. You do? You have some differences? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to call out the differences, but I'm not going to go through each one and be like, oh, the same as them. Um, yeah, yeah. So, the one the one thing I would think, I don't think James Williams is going to start at linebacker or anything to start the year. And um, so, I think he'll be starting at safety. And And the other thing is, you know, when we were going through these, we had three corners, two safeties, two linebackers, kind of how we did that. So that means if he's moving out of safety, who's coming off the field, right? Because he's playing. He's not moving in the box to, like, be the third-string nickel linebackers or something. Well, I think it's just going to depend on situation, right? Right. Situation. right. So that, that's where I was going with this. So I think where we'll see him more move in the box is that middle yardage where you don't quite want to put three – cornerbacks on the field but you also don't want three linebackers you know like you might five, cover, yeah yeah that kind of stuff you might want to cover a slot receiver but also be a little bit strong against the run i think that's where we're likely to see him play there but i think mostly he'll still be at safety next to kinchin so i think those two and then like i said earlier i'm a fan of brian ballum i think he'll he'll play quite a quite a bit um corner i think we covered i think the defensive line is kind of the the interesting one because I think Leonard Taylor and Mesidor are definitely starting. Everything else is kind of up in the air. Because we brought in Branson Dean, Tom. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The score, Harrison Hunt has played a lot here. He's very versatile. You can kind of put him in multiple positions. Like how you shake those three out kind of for... One spot we haven't even talked about Liechtenstein yet, who I'm assuming is expecting to play some. <laughs> so there's just a lot. It's like Leonard Taylor and then someone next to him. And then obviously I think everyone's a big fan of Nigel E. Kelly, but Jafari Harvey has been playing, has a lot of yeah. snaps here as well. So yep. that'll be an interesting competition. I think Ruben Bain will, will get on the field, but I think it's probably, I mean, he's definitely not going to take Mesador's spot. If you no. start, if you take someone's spot, it's going to be the other end. Um, I think one of the things that, as bad as we were last year, Mesidor and and Kinchins are two of the best defensive players in the ACC, so they're they're playing. And then the other thing, Blue mentioned Cyrus Moss. Let's just say his uh, petite physique um, <laughs> at this point. Um, I, I do think there is room, especially for defensive ends, to come in and in, in third and medium, third and longest pass rushers. We kind of sure they're not going to run the ball and and come off the edge. So I think oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think I think there's a package for him there because despite him being under like needing to probably build out a little bit to be an every down player, he gets after the quarterback. Yeah. And and I think in those obvious passing situations, it's a good opportunity to give someone else a rest too and just have him 
go hit the quarterback. Um, so I think he'll play some. And I hope he changes that number 39. That thing is ugly. <laughs> what the – why are you getting against 39? Yeah, bro. I don't like that. No, that's not a good number for a defensive line. Come on. Come on. I mean, all these numbers are screwed up. What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, play, play, players wearing number zero. I mean – well, or double zero, but that's a that's by choice. That's kind of like, <laughs> what is it? you think he's like give me thirty nine. You don't think he asked for thirty nine? No, definitely not. Who asked for thirty nine? Nobody asked for thirty nine. Ja- Jazz, tell us where thirty nine hurt you. It just hurts. <laughs> it's just a number. It's, uh, you look at hey, it. A dolphin it. player would die for thirty nine. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, you can't get Larry Zonka. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan of the thirty nine. All right, all right. I'm right, gonna let's, see, let's see Jazz's radical departure. From yeah, see, it's not so radical, but look, I, I think it's simple as safety. It's James Williams and Cam Kitchen all the way, right? right riding with that. Um, where where I kind of differ is, and, and as much as I like Brian Bingham, because I think he is a very, very good player, and so is Caleb Spencer. Uh, for me, it's it's Markeith Williams, and I've seen, I've seen and heard uh, how good Jaden Harris is at the safety position. And he's the guy that I think is going to back up some of these guys too. Um, I think he's that talented where he can play at the corner and he can play safety. So I think you're going to see him in the two deep at safety with Marquise Williams. I think Marquise Williams right now knows the defense a little bit better, uh, or at least knows that position a little bit better than a lot of, a lot of the guys, um, you know, behind uh, James Williams and Cam Kitchen. He's probably the most, um, uh, talented one, but Jaden Harris is 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 a ball hawk. He's all over the place. So I like Jaden Harris um, as the backup there at the corner position. This is a tough one because if you think about it, not only did we bring in Jadeus Richard, but we also brought in um, uh, what's the kid, Demetrius Freeney, who's another really good uh, player. You bring in guys, you know, you've got the guys that have been there for a while, like, you know, Dara Porter's been there a couple years now. Takori Couch has been there for a while. Devontae, uh, you got Devontae and Damari Brown. Damari Brown's going to push for time, too. He's that talented, right? He's he's probably going to end up being one of your better corners. Um, Experience, Yeah, well, Devontae, so I love Devontae. I think Devontae on one side is a lock. Um, and you're probably, as of right now, as of right now, it's a toss-up for me between Daryl Porter and Jadeus Richard as that as their starting uh, corner. Uh, you know, hearing some really good things about Jadeus Richard recently um, in fall camp that leads me to believe that he is really, really pushing for that starting position. But it's hard to take it away. I know uh, DJ, you mentioned this: how good of a, a, a spring uh, Daryl Porter had, um, and so I, I'm going to give the edge to Daryl Porter right now. But him and Richard are going to split that that time there at the star. I know I mentioned him as, as a backup safety. I think that Jaden Harris kind of fits the mold of a great, you know, of a star, right? He's big enough to play safety. He's also quick enough uh, to play corner. So I think it's a perfect combination Vish, for what you were talking about in those short yardage situations where you don't want to take a guy that's athletic enough like that to, you know, get off the field. And if you keep James Williams back there, Jaden Harris, I think, is a great op- um, option to kind of put as, as your striker. But, Blue, you also mentioned to Corey Couch, right? He's been here for what seems like six years now. He's yeah, had, his, he's had his up and downs. He's a little inconsistent, and you saw it. His freshman year was really good. Sophomore year, he was kind of down. Uh, junior well, year, he just he grew. Good. That's what you said. I think he's he grown and right. gotten bigger and thicker. So, I think, I think he's going to have a say at that star position as well. 
Uh, so you, you're probably going to see some to Corey Couch in the middle along with Jaden Harris. I'm going to give the nod to Jaden Harris right now, but it could be to Corey Couch. He's talented. He knows the position. He's smart, um, you know, and, and if he's gotten a little bit bigger, I like that. So I can see that happening. But um, so let's just say this, right? He'll be my he'll be my two deep at the star. And then I've got behind Devontae, I've got um, – I, I like – I guess you could put his brother. You could put Damari Brown back there, uh, but Demetrius Freeney is another guy that they don't. I, I'm looking at some that, that roster thing here. They don't have him there, so I like Demetrius Freeney as well as another guy that can come in and and get some playing time. He was rated the number two cornerback in all of JUCO, um, and then you've got his his counterpart that might end up at Miami um, uh, next year, but. Those are my guys there at linebacker. So the linebacker position for me, it's it's kind of chalk right now with Wes Wes at the weak side and and Kiko Malgo as your middle linebacker. However, Wesley better not <laughs> he better not slack off because KJ Cloyd is coming for him. That's all I'm saying. KJ Cloyd has got all the speed in the world. He's a four three four four guy. He's two hundred and thirty five pounds. Big kid, six two six three. He's a big kid. The talented player. Uh, transfer portal kid coming in. Coming off an injury, though. Then. Uh, he is coming off an injury, but from what I understand, he's fully healthy and he's kicking ass. So I would I would tell Wes to make sure he stays uh, on his P's and Q's because it's um, K.J. Cloyd is coming for that. Uh, and then on the other side, as my two deep guy, you know, it's hard to move. It's hard to get Corey Flagg out of there. He's been one of our more consistently leading tackler two years in a row <laughs> yeah he, he can play man having like having... a fish fish does fish. he always has I, that snickle i know I, I mean he's produced he's but, produced right but... so a guy that can produce as you're too deep not bad right but two I will deep say, is fine should not be one deep just as well just as much as i think kj Cloyd is coming for west malik bryant is coming for that for that spot as well on the other absolutely side. um He's talented, man. He's a big kid. Got a lot uh, to learn, but he's uh... he, he he does. But uh, you know, it's it's a kind of get that he's talented enough where if he if he gets it, he's gonna play early. Uh, I know you've got some guys like Bobby Washington is another kid who's fighting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marcellus Pullman, Popo Aguirre, Popo Aguirre. Uh, <laughs> so this is a this is I, I love our linebacker uh, depth. I think that. Um, there's some talented guys. I know they're young, but there's some really talented guys behind the, the two deep right now, which is uh, KJ Cloyd and Corey Flagg are probably your two deep, and then Wes and, and Kiko starting. Uh, at the defensive line, for me, I, I, this is another one where it's Mesador and Nigel Lee Kelly. So Nigel Lee Kelly is one of those guys, uh, as, as good as Jafari Harvey has been, because he's shown that he can, he can rush the quarterback. Uh, he doesn't make a ton of mistakes, but he doesn't. He doesn't flash like these wow plays as much as you'd like him to from the edge either. Nigel Lee Kelly is a whole different monster. Like that kid, I think, could potentially be a superstar uh, first-round talent here at UM. Nigel Lee Kelly is so damn good. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. I think those are your two bookends with with Mesador and, um, and Nigel Lee Kelly. Uh, as, as all of you have mentioned, Ruben Bain has a little bit to learn, but he's just as talented as all of them. And we've seen oh, yeah. how good he is. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep him off the field, so you're going to see him in a lot of packages. Excuse me. You're going to see him in a lot of packages, and you're going to see guys like Harvey, Cyrus Moss. So right now, I guess my two deep would definitely be 
Mesador and Kelly, and then you've got Bane and um, and uh, uh, Harvey behind them. Uh, you know, you've got you've got some talent there. Okay, you've got some talented guys that are coming in. Um, uh, what's this kid that, that, that that's coming that's playing the edge as well? Jeez, uh, uh, God, a, a freshman kid. I Not can't Wade. Huh? Wade. Yeah, Wade. Wait, Wayne? Yeah, yeah, Jaden Wayne. Yeah, Jaden Wayne. Jaden Wayne. So, you know, he's another talented kid. I think I still think he's got a year or two before he, you know, he cracks the Jason two Jason Taylor likes him a lot, though. But he's good. He's very talented. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaden Wayne's another kid that, that's going to have something to say. But um, he's, in long, the middle, he's got long arms. He's... <laughs> as an edge guy, I think he's going to be great. Um, in the middle, it's Leonard Taylor, obviously. You know, look, the, the biggest thing with Leonard Taylor is that he flashes how – absolutely incredible he is right that's why he's on a lot of people's boards as a as a potential first round pick this year as a, a, a all-american a preseason all-american uh, along with cam kitchens but yeah but he hasn't good, had this talent and depth around him right and that's another thing that might help him right kind of kind of grow well, and take that next step you know you and know that's, it helps but you blue you know you know how talented right he's probably you know, he's probably the most talented guy on this defense aside from Cam Kitchens. He's just got to put it together on a consistent basis and do it time in and time out. You see sometimes where he goes out there and he is unblockable. And then you see sometimes yeah. where he takes a couple of plays off. And so but he's they got- could double team him last year. They're not gonna be able to do that this year. There's too much, you know, too much other you know, other playmakers to worry about. But you know as well as I do from a baseball analogy, if you're a pitcher who gives up you know, a lot of fly balls and stuff. If you have a good center fielder, it goes and gets it. Then it makes your job a lot easier and you make, you know, right. you make the team look better. And I think the the thing about HB blades, if you remember back in the day, he was an okay linebacker, but because he had people around him in the NFL and at college that would filter the place towards him, he was a really good tackler. And I think in, in uh, Leonard Taylor's case, he's going to benefit from the fact that they're not going to be scheming against him because right. they won't be able to, then they'll get buried by some, you know, another player in the middle. So, well, this yeah, is why I, but I understand what you said about being more consistent. Absolutely. And that's why the guy next to him is so important. That's why I think it's Branson Dean. I think that they brought him in for a reason, right? They brought him in a uh, veteran, a veteran, veteran guy who's got, who's, who's a good player, a, a really good defensive Come tackle. On. Uh, played in a big, you know, big power five school. And so he's going to come down here and, and I think he's going to plug some holes. I love him, uh, but I'm going to kind of flip it a little bit behind those two. Right. I think it's 100%. Another one that's not as consistent as he should be because he's very talented is Jared Harrison hunt. Right. That's another kid that he flashes. Uh, he's flashed last couple of years, how good he can really be. Um, but behind, behind Branson Dean, uh, you know, I know a lot of say a lot of people say, "Well, we brought in Thomas Gore; he must be really good from Georgia State." I'm not completely sold on him yet. I think it's a mod Moten. I think it's a mod Moten behind Branson Dean. I think a mod Moten is going to have a hell of a year this year. Uh, I think you're going to see him, uh, you know, really be a big time guy. Uh, and and I wouldn't put it past the newcomer, Josh Horton. Joshua Horton. He is a mammoth. He is a mammoth of a man. Six foot six, three hundred pounds. He can dunk. That's the type of guy that I want in the middle of this defensive line. So um, he's still young. He is a freshman, so he's got some learning to do. But I think that's a guy that's going to come in a lot. You know, Lichtenstein is going to get his 
his he's gonna get some PT. He's a veteran. He's been here for 28 years, like Cam McCormick has at tight end. Uh, he's been playing college football for that long. Cam McCormick, the junior. Yeah, the junior, the eighth <laughs> junior. Um, you know, so he's been around for a while. So his his leadership and his experience is probably gonna get him in the lineup, right? So uh, he didn't play terrible when he was in the lineup last year until he got hurt. But the, the, the point is, I think that if we're looking at the two deep right now, I'm going to go Harrison Hunt behind them, behind LT, and then uh, Ahmad Moten behind Branson Dean. Those are my guys. I think they're going to get So them. let me ask you a question on that then. We obviously went and got Thomas Gore, and Moten was already on the team. So do you think he just improved to the point that – because clearly if they thought that, that Moten was that dude, I don't know if they go and get – Thomas score. Not necessarily. I mean, you see them go and get guys at other positions, you know, like the wide receiver position, just for depth. You got to add depth to, to all the positions. And I, I think uh, what they saw in Gore, they saw enough of him to say, this is a guy that could ask some depth. I don't know if I see it that way. I mean, he's small, man. Thomas Gore is small, so he's going to have to do it other ways. But I think they're two different players, too. I think Amon Moten, bigger kids, 6'4", 305, 310. Like you're that. talking about not even in the two deep. And generally, if you go get an experienced transfer, you expect them to at least be in the two deep. Well, they, they did that with a couple other guys last year and the year before, and those guys didn't pan out. That's just that's what I'm saying, right? No, that's yeah, maybe he won't pan out at all. Like, yeah, I, I, I can understand that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, where you that, thought, that's my thought process. Where you thought he was really I could be wrong. He, Gore could come in and be. It could be Frank Gore on the defensive tackle, you know, as a defensive tackle. But uh, I just – I think that Ahmad Moten is going to be that dude. Uh, and I think that he just needed some development. He needed to be with the right guys. And being with Joe Salavea for a couple of years and not being with Jason Taylor for a couple of years, I think is going to help him elevate to that next level. I think Gore's still going to be solid, right? He's got the right coaching and the right, you know, the right team around him. But uh, – I think if you're looking for a guy that's going to be more consistent, it's going to be a guy that could come in and even take take time from Branson Dean on a normal level on, on a regular basis is a mod Moten, if you ask me. And then you got to watch for it. Like I said, Josh Horton behind him, who's, who's really talented as well. He might be one of the most talented guys on this team on the defensive tackle. He's just young. He's a freshman. So I think he just got here. So it's going to be tough. But and again, this could change, you know. And, and the most important thing is to me that DJ mentioned earlier is health. You got to keep these guys healthy. You got to take care of them. And if you do that, this team could be, you know, a decent team. Uh, I, I think that at the end of the day, the defense is going to, is, is definitely going to help this team be a little better than, um, than maybe they should be, I guess. Uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they work out those two deep. As of right now, it's all fluid. You know how it is. So it, it could change, but, um, I mean, I think I like everybody's too deep so far. So, what did uh, Terry say here? Bring back the old school attitude. Forget about the. Other. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, obviously that's. I think that's why they brought in Mario and and Well, Moss. well our first game's against Miami, so double meeting there. Um, yeah, one game at a time. Worry about Miami. Um, shout out to to Poke, friend of the friend of the network. Sure. Yes, um, sir. Poke, baby. Hope, hope, hope it's going real well over there coaching, coaching baseball. And then uh, I'll just answer this for the group. No one gives a shit. I think that's a troll. I know. I yeah. gave him his answer. I gave him what he was looking for. Didn't even yeah. spell the kid's name right. Truth is, nobody, nobody does care. No, no one gives a shit. 
Um, Blue, what you got coming up? What you got going on, man? You gonna be a? Are you gonna be at Kane's Fest with me or what? Um, is that this week? That's this weekend, this Saturday, Saturday morning. Believe it or not, we have um, we have referee scrimmage, eight teams, Gibbons, Chaminade. So I'm gonna nice. And then at night, I'm they have the Super Sixty Palm Beach players, and that includes a lot of the Palm Beach kids that Miami's after. Uh, the kids from Cardinal Newman and Ricky Knight and people like that. So, Ooh. speaking of that, speaking of uh, kids that Miami's after, did you notice that the barbecue who showed up coming back from all the way from Ohio? Oh, I saw that. Show Elias Rudolph, man, ended up. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy, right? So he transferred to Deerfield, then transfers back up to to Ohio, and uh, a lot of people thought, yeah, he's a lock. He's going to Michigan, or he's going to. Well, he's committed to Michigan. Yeah, right? yeah, but. He showed up to the barbecue, man, and that's, that's maybe he's just hungry. Who knows? You know, you never know. If uh, I mean, you, you fly three hours to, to, to you, you figure know, they got food, they got food up there somewhere. Yeah, I'm just assuming I, they're I, feeding I, a whole bunch of people up there. You know, but uh, yeah, you never know. That would be a nice little get. And like I said, if if they, they get him credit with uh, Maribel that day last, for stepping up. I will know, say you, you can't. Jason Taylor had been long gone, and he figured, you know what. You can't get a good Cuban coffee outside of Miami, so maybe you just had the had the ish. I've tried. It doesn't. It does. It does. It doesn't. Yeah. You, you need a real Cuban maker, and it doesn't like, work. Have you ever been to that place, Jazz, called Sangweech? Yes. Yeah. That's who uh, uh, Mirabal says has the best Cuban, best Cuban sandwich. Yeah, that's what they say. I think Sarosi does, but that's okay. Oh, uh, Sarosi is the. I, I got a Sarosi across the street from me, man. Don't make me go over there right now. You're lucky it's closed. It's probably closed right now. <laughs> Otherwise, we get jazz in the drive-thru again. Or? Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> subs are That's Taco food. Bell drive-thru. Yeah. Get that too soon. Um, yeah, man. Next week we'll have we'll have offense. We'll do some offense. Gotcha, man. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, well, we'll do some offensive breakdown. We'll talk some recruiting as well. There's still some big names. Uh, Kamari and Franklin, Aiden Breeland. Um, Elias Rudolph, although he's committed to Michigan, listen, we did it last year with Collins at Chimpong, right? We yeah, got that's him. right. Well, we haven't even mentioned, but uh, you know, he's a guy that's going to take some time to develop. So, uh, you know, uh, crazier things have happened, and I know you mentioned guys like Ricky Knight and some and some other players. Trevor Jackson is another kid to look out for that quarterback. Um, but uh, is that Jones now? Yeah, Trevor Jackson is. Yeah, he transferred uh, from West Orange. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that's a guy to keep an eye on. So and and blue, we'll definitely get some feedback on that on that uh on that uh, tournament and uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about Kings Fest next week on on Monday as well. Poke so if you guys, if you guys, yeah, definitely poke uh, link up and we'll I'll be out at Kings Fest. I'll be the only one because uh, nobody else, uh, Vision won't be there or DJ, but um, I'll be out there. So. Make sure maybe we'll... Melissa will be with you. Yeah, maybe Mel. Maybe Mel. Come oh, she was talking about going. I don't know if she has to work. She asked me if I was wow, going, gotcha. obviously yeah. not. But yeah, hey, if you guys pay for the plane tickets, we'll head down there. You stop it. You're not going to King. Actually, if you pay for the plane ticket, I go to Miami too much as it is. I can't start going for this type of stuff, too. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're looking forward to that Boston College party at your house. We're all uh, you guys won't even be there. You're, you're, you guys are too afraid of the cold. Who are you kidding? We show up and everything you better provide. You better. I'll show up to Miami next year. I 
I've been meaning to go down to Florida, especially around that time of year. It gets cold. Well, I don't want to go. well, we don't know what time of year. It might be like in September next year. You don't know. Yeah, I right. I mean, true. Yeah. Yeah, then you're screwed. Fair enough. It's hot as hell, anyways. But uh, <laughs> next whoa. Monday, the debut of the Boston fan. So we'll have uh, the the oscillating fan going in uh, DJ's house. <laughs> yeah, DJ, you got to turn that fan on. I got to turn it on just for blue. Just DJ for blue. without the fan. Come on now. I'm nothing without the fan. <laughs> the fan made me. I go 12 months a year with mine on. So. Yeah, no, this one's not coming off here either. So I get it. I get it. Anyways, uh, great show tonight, fellas. Uh, make hey, sure um, before we uh, wrap, you want to do price picks? Yeah, yeah. sure. What the hell? Pricefix.com. You know, you know, do, do the sponsor and all that stuff. Shout out to our sponsor, pricefix.com. <laughs> Check them out. Why don't you log in? Uh, your first login, they will match your initial deposit up to $100 with the code 5, F-I-V-E. It's on pricefix.com. It's real simple. Choose anywhere between two to five players. Choose the over on their, on their individual categories and win some money. You can choose players from different teams, from different leagues. Uh, you can go uh, from uh, the uh, Major League Baseball to the NFL to um, the NBA, Formula One, and, and college football. You name it. They got it on there. Make sure you go check them out at pricepicks.com. Excuse me. Code word 5, F-I-V-E, and they will match your initial po- deposit up to $100. Uh, up to $100, excuse me. Check them out, pricepicks.com. I think we need to bring Manscaped back. I could have done a, a ringing endorsement when I went into for my procedure a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> we should, you, know what? you know what? A couple of weeks ago was right in the middle of smooth sack summer, too. We had the opportunity there. I know, man. Listen, I don't know about you, but it's still smooth sack summer, man. Tell yeah. Ethan to get it back. He's got to get it together. Um, we'll see you guys at Kings Fest. If not, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes. And, of course, every Monday night here at 8.30 p.m. on the 5 Reasons Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you click and subscribe and check us out. We've got um, buckets coming up this week. Yeah, Thursday. Both the the men's and women's team are playing uh, scrimmages in in Europe, so we'll be talking about that. That's right. That's right. You got some some, some good uh, basketball there. And – and we'll hit you up. Uh, we'll hit you up with that. And then on Monday we're back at it again, talking offense and fall camp with a little recruiting as well. So make sure you stick around. See you guys later. Have a good night. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.